Okay, episode two, y'all. What is even happening? I do have to say that after sort of our early release last week and releasing uh, episode one before we necessarily planned on doing so, the amount of response and messages and text messages and emails and DMs and Facebook messages, I just, I just kind of couldn't. And I still kind of can't at just all of the love, you know, like doing something like this and really doing anything that kind of forces you to put yourself out there is always intimidating. I think at least for me still to this day, and I still feel a little bit intimidated by doing this, but just all the love that I got last week was wild. I mean, I it was like all of this, you know, just job well done. And I think I know for me personally, I can be for sure. Not I can be. I am without a shadow of a doubt my worst critic, right? Most of us are. And I just remember getting everything submitted and being like, <laughs> What the fuck? People are not going to be interested in tuning in to me banging on about being the queen of Shamble Mountain at the farmer's market or, you know, whatever else. But then y'all were and it was received so well. And it makes me, it makes me really jazzed to be doing this for y'all. So anyways, um, enough about y'all. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) But seriously, I really do. I appreciate it. And um, I'm excited to see where this thing goes. So here we are. We are officially first day of June. Uh, We are, what is this going to be? The fourth week already. Yeah, the fourth week. The fourth week of Farmer's Market for me. And sort of like I talked about last week about getting a little bit more intentional, not being so crazy about, you know, if I'm not going to use the produce tonight, then I can't get it at all. And so last week was week three. And again, I made more pieces. I'm sort of at this standstill, y'all. I can't, like I'm already getting out of bed at one o'clock in the morning on Saturdays. And I cannot get out of bed any earlier than that to bake and then it's like you know you just start pushing like these weird huge variants in times from like bake time to getting to the market and getting set up to my first sale so I'm looking at a new kitchen space um with more oven capacity so that I am not the queen of Shamble Mountain you know what I'm saying I mean I'm always going to be the queen of Shamble Mountain but if we could like tone that down just a tiny bit I am here for that. So last week, I made more pieces, still sold out um, and within a couple of hours, which is always still to this day so wild to me. I think we sold out of biscuits within the first hour, hour and a half. I did a lemony version, kind of sweeter, uh, with lemon zest and, you know, like, it's it's dessert season, right? It's like berry season. And so I was encouraging folks to go home and warm them and serve them with like some macerated strawberries and homemade whipped cream, right? And those went so fast and again, received so well. And 
it's always mind blowing. And then like people make a second loop around and we're like, shit, I ate all of those, you know, can I get some more? And then I have to explain to them that I sold out. And so, um, again, so, so wild to me, but I went to a dinner party of sorts. What do y'all constitute as a dinner party? Is there like a requirement for like a number of folks or is there a requirement for like what you're wearing? Because in my head, I feel like if it's more than four, then it's a dinner party. You know what I'm saying? So it was a big gay dinner party. Everybody there was gay, queer, lesbian. Um, and it was, it was a blast. <laughs> it was a really good time. And this is sort of one of those things that, um, like I was talking about last week about how like farmer's market and community and sort of like transitioning into summer and like how my life is in general is just, you know, aside from the seasons is doing like this big ass transition. And I don't know, I just feel like with every new day and like every new person that I meet and like these new interactions and these big gay dinner parties, I feel like I am a little bit closer to home. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what kind of dinner parties y'all have. They don't have to be big and gay, but I just feel like I'm sort of stepping into this thing in, in terms of like community, in terms of myself, in terms of my own. Um, and it feels real fucking good. I mean, there's parts of me, obviously like it's feeling so good because, um, like I've been fucking lonely. You know what I mean? Like whether it was in, um, the marriage that I was in or like because of the pandemic, I have not really had like a big sense of community around me. And so, you know, butter moon was really in like the, the, I'm, I am not even going to ask for this to be edited out, honestly, because this is just how I speak. But what is the word that I'm looking for? My marriage falling apart. Okay. Like, and how that dissolved, you know, that was also the catalyst for me sort of like creating like community. And so I think butter moon was really like, like these fingers that kind of latched on and how I started, uh, meeting a lot of y'all and connecting through food and me specifically feeding people. You know what I mean? And then it was like the market and again, put it, you know, putting myself out there and now it's just like reconnecting with folks that I already knew, you know, that maybe my lives like align with them in ways more aside from just being queer, you know? Um, but yeah, like we had a dinner party and I got to like feed folks that I love and like some people that I'm just getting to know and <laughs> like the, like <laughs> the turning point in the night for me when I was like, yes, God, I have met, I have met my people is, um, naturally I brought biscuits, right? I, I brought biscuits, the lemon, uh, the lemony sweet ones for dessert. And I did exactly what I told y'all to do with them. And I macerated some strawberries and I made some whipped cream with a little bit of mint. Um, and, I needed to brush the biscuits with butter and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, and, and the people that were hosting, um, I, you know, Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm going to use this word. I'm not going to use it. <laughs> I'm not going to use this word, but they love food. 
you know? And so like, they're pretty well equipped. I mean, I was using like some crazy ass knife situation. Like we got to sharpen your knives y'all. But I was like using these crazy knives, but I was like, I need a pastry brush. Like, fuck. It was like the one thing that I didn't. And there, <laughs> there was somebody there that had a, like this mini silicone pastry brush. And I was like, man, I have arrived. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, these are my people. If I'm doing uh, dinner parties, big gay dinner parties, like this is, this is who I want to do it. Like, hold on, let me just get my pastry brush really quick. And so uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, it, just like being amongst people, being amongst um, folks that you align with, being around people that like really love to like eat and drink and cook. And it was just good to be in that kind of company, you know? Um, and I made like a panzanella with, uh, some like a caprice style one, you know, it was like a little before it's time. I feel, uh, we're not quite into summer and I wanted to do a spring variation, but there was somebody there that did this so good, like spring pea, uh, and radish salad. And I was like comparing notes to what was in theirs. And I was like literally going to replicate the same exact salad, except mine had asparagus in it. And I was like, no, for fuck's sake, like I'll just do the caprice style. Never mind. We're close enough. But also I was like definitely judging myself and like wondering if she was going to judge me because, um, she's a classically trained chef. And I was like, for fuck's sake, that this is not in season, but everybody ate it and they loved it. And again, with like, you know, vaccines happening and like, I don't know, still use your brain, but if you can surround yourself with folks that like to eat and drink and cook, I highly recommend y'all do so. So we're actually not doing big gay dinner this week. We're going to skip a week. I think all of us had like a little bit too much fun last time. And so we are committed to next week. So if you're in the Denver area, um, I mean, I can't just like be inviting all of Denver over to somebody's house that doesn't belong to mine, but know that that's something on my radar and that's like something that I am super loving getting into. And so if y'all are doing that kind of stuff, like, let me know, let me know. And like, let's compare notes or let's, let's move big gay dinner to your house or something one of these weeks. Okay. So <clears throat> again, we're just going to keep talking about farmer's markets these next couple of weeks and you know, maybe what I took to the dinner party that I went to last week, that didn't necessarily come from a farmer's market per se. But like I was saying last week, you know, just kind of being there and like being amongst this vibe of really talented, like makers and creators and growers, um, you know, that gets, that gets me super hyped on, on creating new things. You know what I mean? And so this week I was like, okay, let me rewind a little bit. Cause here's a reality for you. Being a vendor at a farmer's market and like being a farmer's market goer. I mean, I'm sure y'all can already gather this, but they are real different. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh yeah. And like, I'm just going to pack my cute farmer's market bag and like do some laughs. And I'm like, so I'm such a zombie. I mean, granted, I understand that like not everybody gets up as ridiculously early as I do. Um, so maybe they don't entirely feel like a zombie, but once I sell out, you know, like there's still like this adrenaline around me. Right. And like this excitement and, um, 
you know, I'm talking to the people uh, next to me and over here, I'm like getting to know some of the other vendors and one of my best friends works right next to me. And so I feel jazzed, right? Like, and, I feel, and then, and then like noon hits, right? Cause my farmer's market, um, for those of you that don't know, I'm at city park farmer's market on Saturdays from eight until one. And so by noon, you know, like now I've been up for more, well, for like damn near 12 hours. And so I'm starting to like fade and like I haven't eaten and like I'm surviving off of coffee and maybe like bites of a scone or whatever. And so this last week I was like, okay, I got to like shake my legs. I want to go do a lap. Um, I want to get some kombucha. And so I was like, you know, this is going to be the week that I make this happen and I'm going to get some stuff. And so I did. So I walked like straight right across the green belt from me is uh, Fox Fungi. And I got an Asian mix of mushrooms uh, and she did shiitake and enoki. And she has like a crazy selection, but I was like, if I just get one thing, you know what I'm saying? Cause now it's, like I said, it's noon and a bunch of vendors are also sold out, you know? And so I also was not going to do that thing of like buy all the shit in the whole wide world because you're jazzed and then don't have like a plan for it. Right. So I was like, I am committing to getting something to take home and get really excited about and let myself be really creative. And I'm, and I'm also going to eat something for the first time today. Oh, I'm the worst at that. So I walked down to bonfire and got a breakfast burrito and got super hooked up, um, with a latte from Jubilee and like whatever there I was like sustaining and then I had like this box of mushrooms that I was just like okay I'm gonna take these home and maybe I'm not gonna make them today but it's still like with the rain luckily I I feel like we're kind of coming up out of it but this was like as soon as market was over that's when the rain started and then it was super chilly and rainy all day Saturday um, afternoon into Sunday and then even into Monday. And so Sunday I was shattered. I was so tired and I'm like staring at these box of mushrooms in my kitchen and I'm like, Oh no, like jazzed about the mushrooms, not jazz that it's raining and that I like would love to crawl back into bed, but I have a 10 month old like, you know, doing that thing that 10 month olds do where they're like glomming onto the back of your shins and attaching themselves to your leg. It's like a barnacle. You know what I mean? And I was like, I, I have to make sense. And so ramen, ramen, it was ramen. It was, I mean, and I feel like it was the perfect setup for me. Honestly, it was like rainy and I have these mushrooms and it was just, it was a very easy in you know? And I was like, you should be doing something more creative <laughs> again with like this just inherent need to like kind of be a jerk to myself. Sometimes I was like, you should be doing something that is like more creative. Uh, but again, I have like a barnacle attached to my leg. Scarlet, who's uh, going to be five in August was like super over the rain already. So I was like trying to think of something that I could do that was not going to take up a bunch of time. And honestly, 
I just really need to get over myself sometimes because as soon as I, you know, started to get in there and I started, uh, why I had to go to the grocery store to pick up a couple of things, but I got like some dried porcini and some dried shiitake so I could make, um, a broth and like some kombu and I don't know, like ramen is one of those things that maybe takes, doesn't take necessarily a bunch of steps. I mean, maybe it does like, but there's like some extra prep and like some extra chopping. And like I said, I had to like steep the mushrooms and then like add the kombu in and then, you know, so I don't know, it felt very therapeutic. It was like rainy outside. And I sort of just felt like, um, it was a well-intentioned meal and it was simple, but it was layered really well. And I really love that about soup. You know what I'm saying? Like, especially if it's done right, if you execute it right. And it's not just like broth with like some shit in it, like, like chicken noodle soup. I don't care. Y'all can string me up if you want. I don't like chicken noodle soup. I think it's dumb. And I said what I said. I really don't. Yes, I'll eat it. Maybe if somebody else makes it. No, I don't ever make it. The only times that I make it is if like somebody in my house needs to be on the brat diet. And if you're a mom or a parent or a dad, you know what the brat diet is. And maybe even if you're not a parent, but especially if you're a parent. Um, I don't, what does it even stand for? Bland food. I'm not going to run down, but I mean, seriously, that's like the only time that I make it right. Is if somebody's sick or like their stomach is being weird. So, and I feel like that always, it's just like flat, but not ramen. You know what I'm saying? Like not with dried shiitakes and all these other things. And you know, there was like some toasted sesame oil in there and I brightened it up with some lemon and I obviously did like some spring veg in there. But I just, I really do. I love meals like that. And Scarlett, my kid, like hates mushrooms, right? It's one of the few things that she does not want to eat. And she used to eat when she was tiny. She does not eat them anymore. And honestly, it is what it is. I am not in the market of like making my children uh, eat things that they don't want to. And so... I'm like serving her this soup that is like wildly based on these mushrooms that I got. Right. And I just like let her know. I'm like, bud, there's mushrooms in here. Just pick them out and put them in my bowl. And so, of course, you know, uh, if you've like cared for children before, if you're a parent, you just like know the look on their face. that They're like looking into their bowl with like disgust, like how could you serve this to me? But she also knows better to like give me too much of a hard time. So she's like looking down at her bowl and it's just like this disdain for the ramen. And I'm like, dude, there is like noodles in there and there's asparagus and it's all this, it's all this stuff that you actually really enjoy. Just pick the mushrooms out of your bowl. And so she sure did. You know, kids are like archaeologists in that way when they're like rifling through their food. You know what I mean? Of like, I'm going to find every tiny, teeny weeny morsel of mushroom. And she sure did. But then she sure did eat it. And I'm also getting a taste for like my own picky child for the first time, right? So like I said, Maddox is 10 months and I am learning uh, without judgment, you know, like he's his own person and I want him to be his own person. I have to tell you, it's a lot more fun feeding uh, babies that really love to get down with the get down when you serve them like Scarlett did. And most of the time... Mm, 
pretty in line with what his personality is like anyways. He's like skeptical as fuck. He's like looking at his plate or like whatever I set down in front of him and is like, uh-uh, nope. And so like plain things, you know, like that you could mostly serve to a kid, cut up avocado or banana or berries or here's like some toast. No, he wants like the whole shebang. You know what I mean? So he wants something that is like sauced and cheesy. He's not a big fan of rice. And so... I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what are you going to do with this ramen? I'm certainly not going to, like, set this, like, bowl of soup down in front of you because, again, 10 months old, like, I'm pretty much just, like, asking for trouble in that way. He, like, likes to smack all of his food off of his tray or whatever. So I'm, like, putting pieces of mushroom down to make a really long story short. He probably ate, like, three bites of it, you know? But it was cool to just kind of spend the day with them kind of in and out of the kitchen and making something that I didn't have to be super hands-on with all at once, you know, like I could kind of set up the broth and then kind of walk away and chop some veg and then walk away and kind of go be with them. And so I think last week I was talking about how I really do just kind of miss cooking and serving and like kind of making a production out of meals you know but this is really nice I feel like this is kind of an in again I get real just sort of like all or nothing with some things especially cooking which is just like so dumb I I realize that that's so dumb but I felt like this was kind of a nice in to kind of get back to some of that you know and like understanding that Good food doesn't have to be, you know, like fussy food. It doesn't have to be elaborate and over the top. And you can still have like big, vibrant dishes with like lots of layers that don't require like a shitload of time or a lot of technical skill. And so, yeah, I need to get back to that kind of stuff, you know, because I did. It was nice to sit down with them and serve them that. And like, you know, Scarlet kind of gets into... Uh, plating these days, right? Because whether it's for Buttermoon or even my own uh, social media or the Facebook group that I have, which is all storytelling and food related, it's called Feed Me a Story for those of y'all that want to join. Um, I mean, she's used to me being my own Instagram husband, right? And like snapping all these pictures all the time. So she's like, you know, getting down the chili oil and like I'm putting the egg in the bowl and she's like, I want to spray, you know? And so I love that shit. I love doing that kind of stuff with her. And, um, I don't love that. I really feel like she was a lot more involved with me maybe when she was a little bit tinier, right? Because there was just more hands. Um, but I know that we're going to get back to that and I'm trying to be a little bit softer with myself in regards to things like that. Ask me how that's going. And like, you know, spoiler alert, it's probably not going super well, but I'm going to keep trying. But yeah, you know, like I said, I, I could be mean to my, to myself about that kind of stuff. And, you know, like, oh, she's not helping me. And like, she could be doing some of this prep, but then like, what am I doing with Maddox? And I don't know, we're all just like out here trying to get like our sea legs again, you know? And so this upcoming week, like I said, um, this is already going to be week four at the market, which is just wild. And like, here we are and we're in June and, um, I don't necessarily have like a dinner party to attend, but this week, uh, but we are going to do something next week. 
And so I'm excited for June and I'm excited to start seeing more produce in my neck of the woods start to roll out. Like I'm really excited for corn. Um, I went on like an entire tangent when I was talking to some of the folks uh, that are going to host uh, hashtag big gay dinner party. That's a thing for those of you. <laughs> That's the thing that I just made up. I'm just joking. Um, but I'm really excited to make a skites, uh, which is like this roasted not roasted, grilled for fuck's sake. It's like a grilled corn salad, right? And it's, to me, it's like the epitome of summer. Um, and there's like summer squash and all this other stuff, but I am, I'm, I think as the weeks go on, you know, and the more help that I have, which by the way, if y'all ever want to help me out at market, you just go on ahead and shoot me an email or a text, find me on the gram. Um, we have a lot of fun. I had, I had somebody helping me for the first time this last week and, um, I had a blast with her and I, you know, I just, I love doing that kind of stuff and I love sharing that with my friends and people that I love. Um, I have another one of my friends that's going to help me this week and there's talk of, uh, even having cheddar biscuit come with <laughs> because I don't really know what to do with him on Saturdays because I really am. I mean, I'm gone for more than 12 hours after everything is said and done. And for those of you that don't know who Cheddar Biscuit is, Cheddar Biscuit is this nine pound chihuahua that was found free roaming on the third floor of my apartment complex where I live. And so I he rescued me back in February <laughs> and he's the weirdest little dog in the free world. But I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't really know what else to do with him. So he might be a market dog. So if you like dogs and you like biscuits, you know where to find both of us. So that's really what I'm going to focus on. And like I said, I want to encourage y'all to please, if you, if you are feeling inspired to share, or if you have a story or a recipe, or you want to let me know what's going on in your neck of the woods, I sound like fucking Al Roker. I'm just over myself already. And you're where you live, <laughs> part of the country. If y'all want to share that with me. Um, yeah, I'm happy. Or if you have questions, you know, like I'm happy to read some of those out loud and like, can it interact with you guys? Um, and you can send all that stuff to yours and butter at gmail.com. Um, and so, yeah, I think I am going to kind of keep letting my bones settle in to, you know, finding my groove with market and, and giving the people what they want. And I'm going to also continue getting to know the other folks in my community, whether that's like the market goers, which I'm already starting to recognize some familiar faces each week. And I, you know, like I'm finding that I already have like some quote regular customers, you know what I mean? Which is so just, it feels really good. And so I want to keep getting to know those folks and I want to get to know the people that are other vendors. And I do, I want to keep doing small things, even if it's just a box of mushrooms that's going to inspire me to be a little bit more intentional in the kitchen. Uh, you know, even if I'm not like busting out the salad forks, y'all know I don't have no damn salad forks. Come on now. Uh, we have like three bowls in this house and drink out of mason jars. So <laughs> anyways, I'm really grateful for this community and I wouldn't be doing any of this without y'all. So I hope you have a really good week and I will catch up with y'all next week. Bye.